the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Season Watch with Wendy Scott, where we observe the things coming on the earth through biblical binoculars, because the Bible is both timely and timeless. With her master's degree in rhetoric and writing skills, Wendy is a part-time college professor, but a full-time truth professor. She believes the Word of God is His perfect revelation, including a young earth six-day creation, as well as the global flood inundation, and that Israel is God's chosen nation. Faith alone in Jesus is salvation, the true church rapture comes pre-tribulation, followed by Christ's millennial domination and his eternal kingdom with earth's regeneration. Jesus is coming without hesitation. And now, here's Wendy with today's topic. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me again with Season Watch. And of course, we're going to start with prayer. Well, Jesus, we just want to give this year to you, and we know it's going to be a bumpy ride, and uh, all indications are, Lord, that you're still there. And so, We just praise you, God, that in our distress or in our challenges, God, in our fears, that you uphold us um, with your right hand. And we just pray for the people in our lives who don't know you, uh, who just don't want to hear about you anymore. We pray you bring someone into their lives to challenge them or some idea or just pierce their hearts and minds with some new thought, Lord, that you may be real. And so... We just want everybody we know and love to come to you and to know you. So help us to shine that light and bring us up higher this year. God, cause us to walk with you better than ever before, closer than ever before, so that we can just be safe in these times. And we give all these things to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Pray without ceasing is true. Let me just say that right now. I just feel like so many things are brought to my heart and mind right now. And if you're not praying more than ever before. Maybe you need to pay attention to what's going on around us because there's just so many things, so many people, so many situations to pray for. And I know that God listens to our prayers and they're the the fuel that he acts on. He's looking for human agents to stand in the gap and to pray for things. And I did my spiritual warfare series earlier last year and maybe take a listen to that and prepare. We have to prepare ourselves to walk in this day and to pay attention. We should have our eyes on a swivel, as they say, looking at the things going on around us, not just for our own safety, but really the spiritual things that are happening around us that uh, we can just get caught up in the day-to-day. It's hard not to because we have obligations and things. And But Lord, we just pray you open our hearts and eyes to see the things happening around us and to contribute to the light and the good. Lord, just help us to to lend our hand where needed and to stay out of dark places. So anyway, I just pray this for you this year. I think we really need it. And so I'm going to just hit the ground running, friends. Just fasten your truth belts to follow our good shepherd, Jesus, Yeshua, this year with undivided devotion in the coming tumultuous year, which promises to go further into the prophetic calendar at breakneck speed, because it's not slowing down the things that have been coming at us. And it's clear that this is the year to hitch onto Jesus like never before and not turn to the right or to the left of him as he's the only way to safely navigate this coming year through our own personal lives and through his plans for us individually 
and to hear his voice and discern truth from lies more than ever before and to watch those things coming fast that reveal prophetic significance and to avoid the traps that Satan is laying out for us, for our friendships, for our relationships, for our fears, to trap us in fear, and most of all, to help us with our steadfast faith to walk with him. And so since the new year began, the world has not slowed down in its preparations for the coming global governance and antichrist system. And we may not know the day or the hour, but we are watching the rapid setup for the B system of Revelation the Antichrist government of Daniel, and the time of Jacob's trouble from Jeremiah, Daniel, and Revelation. We've gone over these things before, but I thought it was appropriate to review the things that have been happening so quickly that are continuing to happen. They've not changed course. They are continuing on the course that we started to see last year. So here's some of those trains that are roaring down the track still from 2023. And we noticed the continued efforts by the Biden administration, quote, Justice Department, and the media to keep Trump from running for president. Of all the things for them to concentrate on, that's what they're concentrating on. And they don't want him to run for president uh, this year. And they're using outrageous abuses of power to do it, which began even before Biden's inauguration. And if we remember, we talked about the 117th Congress, which um, was inaugurated in uh, January 3rd, I believe it was, of 2021, just a few days before the January 6th coup that, uh, of course, is, has overturned everything. And that 117th Congress opened with all of our elected representatives praying and dedicating the government, which represents the people, to Brahma, a god, a god, one of the Indian gods, and they called him the creator god, known by many names, Brahma. And so that has completed our spiritual coup and the takeover, spiritual takeover. We handed over America to Satan in that moment. It was inaugurated. He was bragging through that prayer. And it's a remarkable thing. And ever since then, we've seen that the the spiritual uh, whirlwinds of this country are just tearing us apart. And so this uh, this takeover of America that Satan had completed, he's kind of set up a government of his own within our government. And it's facilitated the scheme to entrap conservatives in that manufactured January 6th insurrection and in, the, in order to silence, vilify, and prosecute Trump supporters or all conservatives. Now they're throwing in with that anybody who's a Christian. They have this new term, Christian nationalist. They made that up. That's not our thing. We're, we're just Christians. We love everybody. We love Jesus. And we do love the founding principles because they're laid in in God's book and his goodness. We see truth. We know truth. We stand for truth. And so now, whether you're a Trump supporter or not, you're going to get thrown in because they're collecting everybody together under this conservatism, this anti-social movement um, that that stands against and speaks for the truth. And so they want to silence and prosecute and vilify those who challenge the government narratives of any kind. And so the global elites are backing this plan to prosecute Trump and to try to keep him out of the election because um, he would attempt to undo all the measures that have been in place since the this administration has been putting in. And these measures undermine our Constitution in order to allow us and all the other nations, but particularly America, 
to merge with the coming global governance system, which they're setting up right before our eyes. So everybody knows in the world, everybody knows that if America is still a global leader and that they stand strong for individuality, individual freedom, individual rights, um, then this global governance thing won't work. And so they, they're on board with uh, keeping Trump out of the election, as you'll notice. And then the global government system is now considered unstoppable, according to the leaders and participants from the most recent COP28 meeting just back in December. And that's the Council of Participants, and it's the supreme decision-making body of the UN participants on climate change. And so their plans to install global cooperation on climate change measures will be enacted, according to them by, and all of our leaders, <clears throat> that will be enacted no matter what. It can't be stopped. And all our leaders have sold us into this system around the world. So the U.N. plans to officially sign the global treaty that we're talking about here in September 2024, which gives all authority from all the nations— from every member nation of the U.N. to the U.N. governing body to enact global measures in the event of any global crisis. Any, any global, anything they deem a global crisis, they have authority to enact global measures. And we all have to cooperate. We're signing on to it. And so at the same time, all authority for governing global health crises will also be given to the WHO, another corrupt branch of the UN, which is considered the United Nothing. They don't do anything, and they actually undermine the individuality, which is what they're pledged to do, really, um, is to to support the sovereignty and the individual rights and, and to come to the aid of any nations or people group that are under attack or being uh, suppressed or um, genocide. They're supposed to stand for all these things, and instead they're going to use that. In that name, they're going to create their global governance system, which we basically are there. And then at the COP28, as we said, which is a summit in Dubai this last, uh, this last month, members were gloating at their plans to institute global digital IDs and passports around the world based on facial recognition scans, digital currency, and global measures such as 15-minute cities, the prohibiting of new cars nationally, you know, around the world, and new homes from using fossil fuels. We've already done that. In California, new homes cannot be built with uh, natural gas. Can't use natural gas. Has to be all electric. No, there's no problem there. And then they'll be phasing out around the world traditional cars, enacting penalties for violating carbon footprint rationing that they dictate and phasing out all methane use. And so um, they've all pledged to do this. And friends, they plan to lock us into digital and energy prisons so they can rule the world. It's not a hidden secret anymore. At the same conference, members such as China, India, Middle Eastern oil producing nations and all were cutting deals on oil and coal and different things that they're going to do because the only they only intend to enforce these fossil fuel measures on Western nations. They're going to let China and India and developing nations do whatever they want. And if you, it's because it's a transfer of wealth. They want to dismantle Western nations and and transfer the wealth to the developing nations and even things out. It's a lot easier to rule us if we're all kind of evenly um, uh, indebted to the UN and under their control. And so if you've driven by any fields of giant, slow, and often broken windmills, you look all over California and all over 
Arizona, you can see all these giant fields of windmills, and sometimes they're not moving at all, and they just take up so much space. They're such an eyesore, and birds hate them, right? They, they, they kill birds. And so you look at all of these fields, and you think, yeah, we don't need fossil fuels anymore. Or maybe you look at the miles and miles of solar panels set out in the desert, and you think, yeah, we can run our cars off of that and appliances and factories, and we can fly planes. We can do all this stuff without fossil fuels. And if you're thinking that, you're either not rational or you're not observant, or worse, you simply accept everything that you're told by these people because we can't run the world on weather, right? Weather is not reliable. It doesn't work. It's not going to do it. And so the UN and all the global leaders uh, are building this control system, just as Christians would expect if you were going to create the beast system as described in Revelation, right? So, friend, if you want to ignore prophecy, then you'll be surprised when all these things overtake you. The UN and the global leaders expect to have it all locked in this year by September 2024. All the nations have sold us out for power and money, and yet the leaders themselves won't adhere to their own restrictions so they can have their big mansions and fly around in private jets and save the world from itself, right? Uh, Obama is a big uh, proponent of this. Oh, no, global global warming, global climate change is going to ruin everything and kill everybody. And yet he's got this lavish estate on the edge of the water. But anyway, um, and then people traveling to other nations in this past year, ha- including myself, have noted how much transformation is already taking place because of pressure to implement these inst- these uh, systems even now. And many nations are rapidly moving off of cash to the point where people report not even being able to find stores or restaurants in these nations that even take cash. And then many airport customs counters now operate without agents, but already are relying on face scans and no other ID. Once you're in the system, you could just move through customs, borders, securities, virtually no lines. And friends, it's happening so rapidly that once cash is practically obsolete and once your face is your ID, you won't be able to move through the world freely, doing what you want, buying what you want, saying what you want. That's the goal when you're agents of Satan conspiring to build the Antichrist global control system, right? So you remember the Canadian truckers? They got shut down, and this is before all this is in place. We're even further down the road of tyranny, right? And so did you hear the Biden administration on the anniversary of January 6th this year announced that his administration will not stop hunting down and prosecuting January 6th suspects, even those who were not there or never entered the Capitol. They just announced this. Merrick Garland said, quote, the Justice Department will hold all January 6th perpetrators at any level accountable under the law whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy. Listen to that phrase, friend. That's a very broad definition, assault on our democracy. You know what that means? That means words, right? You weren't even there. You didn't even do anything, but you said some words, right? And they're now prosecuting for words and ideas. They're using technology already to track and trap and accuse U.S. citizens 
then violating their constitutional rights and bringing them before highly biased D.C. courts just to keep you silent. And you think about all the Jan 6 prisoners that haven't even had a trial yet three years later. You see the constitutional violations all over the place. And they said, no, that's not enough. We're going to go get more. But in the meantime, you can rob a store and you can loot and you can burn. You could do all manner of lawlessness. You can assault people. You can rape. You can do all kinds of things. And you may never even spend a day in jail. And that's that's it, making right wrong and wrong right. They're promoting lawlessness and chaos. And so the trap is building all around us, and it's because Satan is building his authoritarian control grid, just as Revelation described. And after the church is raptured, the world will be in chaos. So the Antichrist will arise with all the answers and accept the levers of control. Oh, I'm so flattered. Thank you. And they'll offer them to him by those placed at the top, those who are planning to be at the top, including the 10 religious, uh, the 10 regional leaders that are already broken up. We're already broken up into 10 regions. And so he'll unify the world in peace under one religion, right, under one goal. And he'll make a covenant with Israel for peace, and they'll build a temple, and the world will submit to the total surveillance and digital control grid to enable global security prosperity, and peace. And then once he goes into the finished temple in Jerusalem and declares himself God, he will have the pseudo capabilities of omniscience, omnipresence, and omnipotence through the digital control grid. That's what they're building. And I know you're thinking that's ridiculous. And yet here it is. And so if we think about 1 Thessalonians 5, 3 says, when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a woman with child and they shall not escape. And so that's what the world's saying. The world's asleep through all these signs. They're scoffers. They're saying, oh, all things continue from the beginning, just like Peter said, right? Oh, where's the promise of his coming, right? Uh, How about you? Is that what you're thinking? That all things continue as from the beginning? You think maybe these are not signs of the things that were prophesied? It's clear that the world is preparing for the rapture. Think about the universal effort to tear down borders, decriminalize crime, and criminalize thoughts, to sow chaos and undermine histories, faith, law, and foundational principles. These are all, are all the, out of the Communist Manifesto and following the rules for radicals, and they're implementing the Hegelian de- dialectic in Western nations, which is essentially to manufacture crises, control the opposition sides of both issues, and then offer a new level of control as a solution to the problems they promoted and created, right? And the plan is to create chaos and lawlessness to destroy all foundations so people will call for a new world order that promises peace and security. Don't you see him whipping it up? And these, uh, uh, on all these, the Bible prophesied because these violate, volatile events are erupting and they are spiritually driven, The time is short, and even Satan knows it. So we're seeing a great sifting of nations on so many levels. Here we are less than 80 years after the world pledged never again to stand by and allow a Holocaust to happen the way it happened to the Jews. And yet after October 7th last year, uh, the slaughter of the Jews in one of the most vile, barbaric atrocities we've ever seen, the world's reaction was to side largely with Hamas certainly most visibly with Hamas. Now worldwide, we see angry mob protests and attacks on Jews calling for the destruction of Israel and all Jews for that matter. 
they're not even hiding their hatred anymore because it's demonic. And the world is just standing by as they chant from the river to the sea, right? They want to wipe out the only nation of Jews in the whole world. They said, nope, that's not enough. Off with you, out with you. And this shocking rejection of Israel's right to exist is irrational. It's anti-factual and it's demonic. And worldwide, including overwhelmingly in America, anti-Israel voices condemn the nation as colonists, colonial occupiers, and that they're practicing genocide and ethnic cleansing of Palestinian Arabs, which there's no such thing as Palestinian Arabs. It's not even Palestine is not even an Arabic word. It's a word given by the Romans. And so none of it, even the very beginning, is not true. And such an accusation is ironic since the true facts show the opposite. Check this out. Judaism, in its 3,500 years since it was established, has never conquered or ruled over another nation that wasn't originally part of ancient Israel that God gave to them. Never expanded its borders beyond what God gave to them in, in giving them Israel. But Islam started in Saudi Arabia just 1,400 years ago and has conquered by force all of North Africa, the Middle East, the Gulf states, all the stands of Asia, right? Portions of Southern and European, uh, Eastern Europe before they won back their freedom, and Indonesia. And their stated goal is to conquer the world and to bring it into submission, which is what Islam means. And the Arab population in Israel, since Jews have returned to the land, has actually exploded by 4 million Arabs in the land of Israel. But the Jewish population in the Middle East, since Israel was established, has been driven out and is completely uncountable in those nations. So who are the imperialists, colonial occupiers, practicing genocide and ethnic cleansing. It's clearly not the Jews. By the way, they're doing the same now to Christians and are boldly bragging that they will soon replace the whole Western world with Sharia law. They're saying it all over, uh, especially in Europe right now. They're just completely displacing and calling out. They're doing terrible uh, protests and violence, and uh, they're just unstoppable now. They're just so emboldened. And we've got thousands of Christians are killed every year in North Africa and other Muslim nations. Sudan Christians are being slaughtered, and 7 million Sudanese are fleeing the nation. In Nigeria, 200 Christians were slaughtered on Christmas Day alone. You don't want to be a Christian in Nigeria, and yet there are. Talk about brave. And so these are not the only nations that uh, to regularly slaughter and cleanse Christians and to tolerate such attacks as normal. But when you see how Islam and Sharia law is forced onto the population by violence wherever adherents go, you'll understand that they are faithfully propagating their faith and aggressively eliminating any other belief. But for some reason, they gain our sympathy, um, and they will succeed even as they overwhelm Europe because Satan has fooled the West into attacking the good and protecting the evil. But Islam is not the evil. All of these anti-God views are spawned by Satan to destroy Christians and Jews alike. So we're seeing strange friendships right now in the global move to unite Catholicism, Islam, climate justice, and all the elites into this global viewpoint, anti-Jewish, anti-Christian. 
And the extreme liberal elitist left are teaming up with the extreme Muslim right to call for Israel's destruction and openly attack Jews worldwide. The U.N. is attempted to pass another resolution calling for Israel to cease fire and stop the war. The resolutions do not call on Hamas to do so. The U.S. just went to Israel again this weekend to pressure Netanyahu to stop the war, even though there are still hostages in Gaza. Miles of terrorist tunnels, active fighting, missile attacks being launched on Israel almost every day from Gaza, for goodness sakes. Hamas leaders that are left uncaptured, and yet we're expecting this of them. Stop the war. It's too much. And the world puts all the demands on Israel yet not one demand on Hamas to give up the hostages. And so we see how these things are coming together. There's no end, and they're pointing to Jesus' near return. And we have to see that this is the generation Paul wrote about in 2 Timothy 3.13. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And this is the generation that's being deceived. And yet, We know that Jesus calls us as a good shepherd to follow him through this dark time all the way to the end. This is what he's asking us to do. We must follow him through the morass, through the valley of darkness. And as we see these things at the very doors, we remember how Jesus described in Matthew 24 that the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in to the wedding with him and then the door was shut. And those who wanted in, he would not let in because he never knew them. And so if you do, if you love his appearing, you will want to stick close to him as a brother. God saw our need for a savior and a leader for those who love him. As we read in the last episode, that all we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. But this same one who gave himself for us says, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Therefore, my father loves me. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. Where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. And so let's honor him and follow him through the darkness of this year. Keep our eyes on him and be true to Him. And until next time, God bless you all. Join Wendy Scott every Saturday at 3 p.m. on K-Praise for another episode of Season Watch. Previous episodes can be found through the K-Praise podcast platform, where you can also access Wendy's other platforms and contact links. Please email Wendy with show comments, questions, or suggestions at wscott at mywordsforhim.com or visit her website at mywordsforhim.com for additional resources. Watch other teachings on her Rumble channel. Wendy's Words for Him, her fiction novel, The Lost, A Story of Christmas, can be found on Amazon. Until next week, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.